Welcome to the Garden of Storytelling, episode number seven. Today we have Tony and Sarah Chem from Five Borough Bagels. Hi guys. Hey. hey. Good morning. Good morning. It is morning, huh? I know, right? Is I, it? I, it uh, is morning. It is morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's almost yeah. noon though. Time, How yeah. are you guys? Tired. Tired. <laughs> well, you look beautiful. Oh, thank you. You don't look tired thank at you, all. Thank you. I try. And I know you try guys have a lot, going, a lot on going on right now, so we'll go into that a little bit later. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to get to know you guys a little bit more. I don't really know you guys all too well. I know bits and pieces. So I want to start off by asking you guys where you both came from, where yes. you were raised, um, and then we'll go from there a little bit. So Sarah, can I start with you? Yeah, so I'm I'm from New York, and um, I met Tony in Times. Oh my no, God, Union Square. Union Square. Union. I was get about to right. say Times Square. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, I met him. I want to say 2008. Okay. And uh, we were best friends for a while, yeah. but I was secretly in love with him the whole time. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. And now, what part of New York are you from? So I'm from Newburgh. It's uh, about 60 miles north of the city. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So were you just visiting New York City at the time that you met no, Tony? My, I eventually went to school um, down in Westchester and then... My sister, who's friends with Tony first. Yeah, I was good oh. friends with her first for like two years. Yeah, oh. and then she introduced us. Okay. Oh, and it gotcha. Was a crazy story, but what we. We always Martha think Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> really? Mar- oh my God, that is so. I Mar- mean, she didn't no, really do real. anything, but she had an event um, in New York City where I worked at, mm-hmm. who I met um, my future roommate Natasha, and then ah. Natasha used to live with with my sister, her sister. Oh. And then we trace it back to Martha. Yeah. So thank you. What wow. a small world. You know, actually speaking of Martha Stewart, one time when we were working at St. Kilda, I was sitting there facing the window. We were eating at St. We're St. Kilda eating, yeah, and eating. working at the same time. Yep. And then I said, um, God, that lady kind of looks like Martha Stewart. And just her, just the way she was, and she was getting into the, and I was like, "Holy shit, that is her!" Really, it was yeah. her. Yeah, St. Kilda. So she was here oh. for a magazine shoot. Um, for it's not Meredith anymore. It's Dot Dash. Dot Dash. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. cater for them. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I shadowed Martha Stewart in the when I was in New York City when I did catering events. Oh, wow. uh-huh. oh that's cool. One time we um were at Tiffany and Company and they were doing like a wedding special there, mm-hmm. and I was supposed to bring out champagne for them, <laughs> but I guess I missed that I was supposed to go before they said um you know all right we're live. And so <laughs> I'm bringing the champagne out. And then my boss is like. <laughs> and I went like behind the pillar like this. <laughs> I know that kind of work environment. <laughs> oh my God. For real, You're for sweating. real. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my gosh. I can only imagine. That's hilarious. Yeah, she, oh she seems like a boss lady, man. I mean, she, oh, yeah. I mean, she I mean, said one gangster, word to man. me. She. I had to take care of her dogs for a little yeah. bit, but that was, I mean. <laughs> but you just have to remember, too, they're regular people. So on yeah. the image, yeah. they may oh, seem whatever. Absolutely. At home, they're probably smoking a joint with Snoop Dogg. She's you know, a gangster, like, dude. Yeah. I'm telling yeah, you. It's normal, Hell you know? Yeah. like So it's kind of cool to know that she has another side to her, too. So yeah. Oh, yeah. it's really neat. She's yeah. a true gangster. Um, so how do you, where are you from, Tony? I'm originally from Pella. Okay. I was, um, I was born in Iowa City, but I was living in Oskaloosa. Okay. But my family, we moved around. Like I was, I was like I said, born in Iowa City. Eventually mm. moved to Grinnell, mm. and then before I was five, my dad wanted to be a fisherman, so he brought me and my mom down to Louisiana, Mississippi. Oh, wow. Stayed there for a bit, and my mom's like, I can't do this uh-huh. because her family's all in Iowa. You yeah. know, Iowa yeah. took a lot of uh, refugees, yeah, and sponsored a lot of families, and included my family. My yeah. family were one of the first people to come to the states. Okay, um, and what year and was that? 1979. That is oh, early. Yeah. 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 They were Talk like my people, first for ones. sure. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Um, so did they, uh, where did they come to in Iowa when they came in 1979? Uh, I think they went straight to Oskaloosa. Really? Uh, Oskaloosa or Grinnell, but don't quote me. Okay. But, see, this is one of the reasons why I'm even doing this podcast, too, because yeah. I I mean, I listen to your guys' stories, and it, it motivates me to wanting to know a lot more history in my family. Yes. Because they don't talk. They Those don't. Yeah. don't talk. Have you ever tried asking? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. I mean, it's... It's more like, eh, yeah, eh. like just like when I ask about recipes and their food. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> or they, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> that's <gone. laughs> 
<laughs> you know, they don't give you any specifics. No, no. Like, and a lot of right. times I think that, you know, obviously there's so much trauma that comes oh, yeah. with where they came from. Mm -hmm. And so it is kind of hard. I was telling Sully this, which is so crazy because mine was the opposite. Like my mom, now that, I, now that I'm a mom myself, mm -hmm. I... I used to think she talked a lot. I was like, gosh, I don't know any of these stories you're telling me. Like, I don't know. I can't even envision the space, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, now that we, I am a mom, I feel like it was her healing therapy was to, sp yep, to speak her truth. Even if it sounded like she was just kind of mean or just like resentful. Um, but then my dad, for instance, he passed away six years ago. I never heard anything up about what he went through because he never talked about right. it he only talked about the beauty of the culture in the country and that yeah, those kind of things remember yeah so see and that's his healing too yes because right. so the, it's confusing because, it is yeah, yeah. yeah it is. so it's really it's so but then it goes to show that you can heal in so many different ways right yeah, absolutely. Uh, because i don't think that my dad my dad lived at least i thought he lived such a fulfilled life but then it also makes me wonder is there anything he ever wanted to tell us that Absolutely. he didn't get to tell us and you a know? lot of it too is pride i feel yeah. like we were just talking yeah. about that on the way here you yeah. know things are completely different in our generation yeah. yeah there's not i feel like a lot of times they suffer in silence and i talked about in the last yeah, episode too and i feel like now we're the generation that's opening the doors to like hey let's talk about it because a lot of times we could be inspiring somebody we could be helping oh, yeah. heal somebody and that's just so powerful and the older we get um i feel like we always want to find purpose in who we connect with right and i think that also comes along with the technology that we have now right like being able to do podcasts mm -hmm. being right, able to communicate and yeah. openly and just mm -hmm before our generations before that didn't have that so yeah. there was no inspiration unless it was amongst your group right mm -hmm. so like literally all the information that you're we're, we're receiving now is not just from our own little group it's from multiple different areas and groups right. and whatnot so i think the learning of, of our generation is awesome because now mm -hmm. we can intake all this information yeah. and it is it's unfortunately our generation before us didn't have that capability to um, right. to have you know the, the, openness, the openness, the community, because yes. right. their the, community is closed in. Being, uh, what's the word? I'm drawing a blank, but putting yourself out there completely. Yes. Being vulnerable. And vulnerable, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. And yes. Um, not fearing judgment. Yes. Mm -hmm. And because that's the thing is like growing up, I know we were always judged. Everything we did, we were just judged. 100%. And mm -hmm. yeah, and now, like, I am so. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, you my yeah. We 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 too. Let's go. She's been waiting to say that for the thirty seconds. Is it past thirty seconds yet? Hell to the yeah. I like that. The best like mantra that. to have is uh, I don't give a fuck because because mm -hmm. I don't no yeah. and that's what yeah. makes you live a happier life yeah. you know you're yeah. not pleasing anybody I'm not happy all the time don't get me. right absolutely yeah, yeah. Right. But you, right. but you're, who's but supposed to be happy all the time though exactly right? that's suffering so. in silence when you said it goes a long way you get eat up and you get eaten up, up alive inside and it comes out in different ways whether it's alcohol whether yes. it's gambling yep. yes. whether it's abusing your kids yep. whether yes. it's you know it explains a lot about <laughs> even our own past like yeah. our parents mm -hmm. past right so understanding all of this makes me understand my parents more and then i think about all the people that i do know that has these issues you know such as Mm -hmm. drinking and you know all that it just it explains it without them having to explain it to me but how mm -hmm. do we teach that like how do we help them right mm -hmm. it's so tricky because either way you look at it um it can be used as a tool or a band-aid in yep. my opinion yes. yeah yes so if if the person that's you know utilizing the substance or whatever it may be um is it a tool or a band-aid yeah. right you know yeah, just mm. like anything. It's because it's so survival true. mode. At it's, all it's, times. it's so true. It's because we're just using what we've been taught over the years, and especially for Asians. I mean, I think in minorities in general, for Asian, I'm speaking for Asian culture in general, mm -hmm. like gambling and drinking alcohol mm -hmm. is a part of the culture. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's you don't See, accept a drink from somebody. Alcohol. Oh, really? really? So coming into a family that is, you know, yeah, bumping. I struggle yeah. with the drinking thing. Like I'm I'm almost three years sober now. Wow. wow congratulations, man. Thank you. Thanks Thank to you. Sarah. 
That's to awesome. Kinda, well, you're, you're doing it. That's amazing. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard too at times, especially when I'm with my cousins and family and growing yeah. up in the culture of drinking. And yeah. for the longest time, I always thought, well, hold on. Is it the drinking the problem because it just became Americanized and there's drinking ads everywhere and all that stuff, social gatherings? I mean, yes, that's a huge part of it. But hearing stories already, like as an adult from the past with my grandpa, with like a lot of other relatives in Cambodia, they've got a lot of drinking problems there too. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it's not just American. Yeah. No. I'm I'm learning that. Yeah, Yeah. My dad was an alcoholic. Before, well, he was an alcoholic even when I was born. Um, but there's, so there's eight of us and I'm the youngest, the only one born in America. So I didn't see my drunk dad, this the, that version. My siblings did. And the stories I heard doesn't even sound like my own dad, you see, know? because that's not what you knew. knew you no. Know? Right? Yeah. So like when he had me, he was 48 years old. So oh, when wow. I was a year, when I was a year old is when he decided to quit cold turkey. Oh, wow. So he was 49. And then now, so, so Sully's almost a year sober, yeah, March 17th. Yeah. So he... <laughs> I'm so a shot of wood. I got espresso. Okay. <laughs> um, so when Sully um, decided to stop drinking, his go-to was like soda water or like sparkling soda, something like Absolutely. that. Mm-hmm. Well, I always saw my dad with uh, ginger, not ginger ale, Canada Dry, yeah. and I tasted that, and I was like, "Ew, that's disgusting." So I was <laughs> wondering why he. Good. <laughs> it's good now. Yeah, it's yeah. so good now. Yeah. Well, that means um, you're old. <laughs> but now I understand that my dad was battling something so new and so fresh. And as a little girl, I didn't know that, you know, it kind of just, it pulls on your heart. It does. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I wish he was here so I can just ask him about it. Cause I think it'd be very interesting. My mom passed away 15 years ago. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's And it's crazy to me because like I said, my mom got tired of living by herself in Louisiana, Mississippi when my dad was, was a fisherman. So she's like, she pulled me and my dad stayed there. So my mom raised me um, on her own. Uh oh, it's okay. <laughs> I haven't cried in a while. Oh, I'm the right. queen of crying. This is go get it out, Tori. Yeah, you can get it. Out. <sighs> She's. Uh, I just wish there's times where I could ask her all these questions. Yeah. And I want, I want to be sure that, um, kids who have their parents right now just get it all out there, mm-hmm. ask all the questions yeah. because. Yeah. No matter what, they're going to love you unconditionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to ask those questions. Yeah. And, they'll, and the crazy thing is they'll process it. Um, even if like they don't want to answer the questions we ask them, I think at some point they do process it. Because I know even with me and him, our communication, right? There's moments where we have these moments where we don't want to answer. Or we don't know how to answer because no one could prepare you to answer questions tough questions right it's super new new. so so what we've been learning to do is like hey we're gonna walk away we're gonna process it and come back right same thing with our parents if if there's questions that we want to know to be able to understand the history where our family comes from it's okay if they don't want to answer at that moment but i do think that we just keep on building the courage and you know and and also give yourself credit for even asking right but in your case your mom is no longer here so i completely understand you know the sadness and the regrets um but you know how you can we also move forward is now that you have a daughter you you Mm -hmm. can re you get to redo the things that you weren't able to do with your own you know no not to repeat right exactly and don't beat yourself up for it because i think that's something that we we live with is guilt and i just don't think that um, the guilt is so real. It yeah. is. But I think once you accept that you did your best, like, and be proud of yourself for it, you know, I, like you, you could, you didn't know how, sometimes when you have parents, you think they're going to live forever. Shoot. Yeah. It was just like, I felt I'm the only child and yeah. I mm-hmm. felt like the struggle I had to kind of hide and always try to run away. Like my, all my cousins are basically my brothers and sisters yeah. and they lived here and there. My mom, she was a drunk. Yeah, mm. I would come home and she would be on the ground and there was oh, no wow. food. So I'd run away to my cousin's house mm. and get something to eat, come back, get abused, get Aww. physically hit. By your mom. Yes. Because I went off for leaving. Yeah. Oh, and I think a part of it was probably shame yeah. for her part. Yes. Because her sisters are probably on her and saying, why right. do you take care of your kid? Right. And this mm. and this. And so um, eventually 
um, like 1992, she tried to kill herself. Oh. And I was a part of that, unfortunately. Really? Wow. She gave me, she told me that um, she was sick, so I had to keep giving her medicine and medicine, and then she had a blood transfusion that saved her life. She shaved her hair afterwards. And then she slowly became better. Mm-hmm. Seventh grade came by. My dad comes back into our lives. And it was like a perfect, happy family. We bought a house. So we did, you know, like I was proud at that moment. Right. As a seventh grader. Because you felt stability. Yes. And yeah. like, I actually have a family now. Yeah. Wow. My mom got sick my freshman year. She um, was on diabetes and then her kidneys failed. Dialysis happened. Oh, wow. So for like freshman year throughout senior year, I took care of her like nonstop while going to band. Um, I, I was in like marching band. Yeah. And soccer. then I was in soccer. I worked. I I came out with an album when I was fourteen. Oh, so you do like singing? So that, so that thing. <laughs> hey, we're gonna gotta get a little bit of that afterwards. Music saved me, and like yeah, like that's amazing. It's healing. It's a process of healing yes, for me. Yes, yes. And yeah. when I did that album at fourteen, it was. I mean, it's embarrassing if you listen to it now. <laughs> but if you listen to all those songs, uh-huh. it did help me. It's deep. Yeah. yeah. It, and when I was a senior, I was like. I'm only 18. I just turned 18. I have to get the fuck out of here because yeah. I'm a kid. And why am I taking care of my mom this much yes. when my dad's here, when her sister's here? And yeah. I, and you know, out of, re- re- I was rebellious and I left. I went to New York City. I packed up yeah. my bags. Mm, that's when you went. Went to New York City. I just turned 18, paid $1,300 for a small ass room with roaches and shared. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was, it was crazy. Um, but, in the end, I met Sarah through it all too. Yeah, it's so it's so crazy oh, how life works. You know what I mean? It's we we just listened to uh, another speaker this past weekend at a at a, a real estate conference that we went to, and his story was so powerful. And it, you, your story kind of remind. I think everybody's story that everybody has some sort of Absolutely, story, yeah. right? And mm-hmm. I think the what I'm getting is that it always comes full circle in the end. Like you just never know what's leading you there. You never know what those tough times are. It it is. It 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 truly is trusting that process. Sometimes, you know, life, everyday life gets in the way. Yeah. You know, you know what I also realized from that, that um, speaker and listening to your story and thinking about my own, thinking about yours. Yeah. I feel like sometimes our, sometimes our parents, sometimes when they pass away, they become our angels that helps guide us, right? Sure. Yeah. And it it gives me this feeling, a sense of like that is sometimes a sacrifice that they, you know, that they give us as parents. And sometimes it's gone, it's it's when they're gone mm. that we actually see it, right? Because I feel like it can be when they're here and they're going through these issues that they go through, would we be as as supportive. No, I, I, I don't know. I think that's the thing is loss in general. We talked about this many times. I, I think in my lifetime, I always look back at loss. I don't ever look at wins because you, I can count all the wins I've had on one hand. But in the losses, I, I can't. There's so many of them. Yeah. And I can recall on them. And that's those are the things. That's why I said I hate losing. <laughs> um, but those are the things that when, when you can recall on those big losses that made you change, it forces you to change. For, yeah, exactly. You have no other choice, right, to di- but yeah. to deal with that loss that you've had. But it, I mean, Tony can, you know, he, he knows me so well. Mm-hmm. It gets confusing because my mom is alive mm-hmm. and I have no relationship with her. So that's a loss in itself too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Since yeah. I was a little girl and yeah. God gave me a little girl. Wow. So every move, every explanation of why, why not to do this or mm. why we do it this way, it's all calculated to make sure it's explained yeah. correctly and not coming from a resentful guilt, yeah. anger. As, I like As that. adults, we both know. That holding a grudge and blaming someone, Resent, yeah. for example, it's not healthy for you. No. Mm-hmm. And we just now have to learn that because they were that way, they had their own demons and issues yes. too. Yes. Yes. They were struggling or they are struggling. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, sometimes as children of our parents, we we tr- no matter how much we try to help with their trauma that they're dealing with, and it could go back generations and generations, um, we unfortunately just don't have the capacity to always do it but 
we can always move forward with our own children and with our own lives and, you know, and basically break some of that generational cycle that that is happening. So, yeah, it, it, it is, is generational. I, I agree mm-hmm. because I mean, with our right. kids, I'm so forward with my kids. Right. Like, I, open, so, yeah. I, I don't, I don't hide anything from them. So I'm sorry, parents. Yeah. If my kids have told your kids and being married to someone like solely, <laughs> like my parents, yeah. I it goes felt back like, to not giving a fuck. Yeah. Right? And it, <laughs> That's it, the judgment. It, it yeah. really yeah. is no. because yeah. I know like for me, I, I grew up the opposite of solely where mm-hmm. I was really, my family were super close. Um, I had to follow a lot of rules. So I'm a rule follower. I don't know how no. to. Yeah. Same. And then I marry someone Same. that's the opposite. Yeah. That's why and you guys are perfect for each other. Yeah. Right? And it, he, he's still, Tony's a rule follower. Are you? I am not. See, it's a Cambodian <laughs> thing, maybe. I'm type B. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's because. I'm scared of the hanger. Yeah. Well, and it does. It comes, it comes, it goes back to that. Like, because you know that if you don't follow the rules, that you're going to either get your ass kicked. You know, I like. like, I was like oh, only a hanger? Man, give, yeah. give me the extension cord, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give it to the, give it to me now. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready for it. So like now that we I have just kids, got kicked and spit on. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all horrible. Like these are not things yeah. that we can do to our kids. No, <laughs> no. I mean, we uh, can talk now. I mean, yeah. we can have a conversation and, a, and literally that, have a real conversation. And that's with the kids. all it comes down to. I wish that my parents knew how to just explain to me why I couldn't do certain things. It was just more that you just couldn't do it. And then all of a sudden, if I saw friends that do it, well, in my head, it's like it's they're bad you know so then i'm judging mm-hmm. now right i but i do absolutely yeah it is when they were yeah. you know getting raised in cambodia that's the same thing that was taught to them yeah right. that's all they know yeah, yeah so as i get older i just learn to judge a lot less like i mm-hmm. i can walk around and meet the the craziest person and still find some beauty in that person too, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to be able to grow up and be a little wiser and be more loving. Um, I think it's really important now. I feel like, cause we've been under so much stress yeah. With the new place. I can only imagine you guys got another baby. This (laughs) is a true baby, right? Baby. It really Mm -hmm. is. It's it's been seven years of planning. Wow! And um, I haven't felt this out of control because of the stress in a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's taught me to voice what I need. Yes. Um, and I'll tell him straight up, like yeah. I need yeah. comfort. Yes. I need to laugh. I love and that. I need space. I love we that. We have to communicate very well to each other because. Mm-hmm. I'm sometimes in work mode. Uh-huh. Like another struggle that I was dealing with was I was on Adderall for like a year. Uh-huh. And it did help me because I've sat, I have some sort of ADHD where okay. I need to get all my thoughts organized. Yeah, But I wouldn't say I was taking advantage of it. But at the same time, I was not here. Yeah, Like it was sure. just work, 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 work. And I'm forgetting about my relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. And we had just miscarried. With, yeah, that too. Oh, so so sorry to hear that. that. Thank you. Um, it was the timing. And then we had some staff uh, staff member steal from us. And then Ugh. we went through renovations and all that stuff. It was literally like the same week. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe that's the like it was that, like a sign. That's like a sign, right? Like yeah. your body itself in general. I think we because we've miscarried a few times and had some Sorry bad pregnancies, and this and I think in those times that would happen, our life was also in oh. kind of chaos, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were Shambles. busy, we were doing things, and, like we weren't on the yeah. same page. I no. think the energy in general, when you think about a woman and uh, you know you're carrying a baby, right? So like your hormones, everything affects your body. It knows, mm. it tells you know like, hey, we probably this may shouldn't happen, or it if it's a if it's a higher power, we don't know, right? Like mm-hmm. all. <clears throat> All I realize when I see that things happen like that, there's always a good that comes out of things. Well, we that were are just bad. watching last night because um, you know, going back to in the beginning, mm-hmm. Tony mentioned he needed a good cry. Yeah. yeah. So I pulled out videos of our daughter. She was born three months early. Mm. So um, if you kind of get in the moment where you want to really go down memory lane, yeah. Um, she was she went down to one pound nine ounces. Oh my god! And we were given this new life mm-hmm. on a platter with no warning. Yeah, yeah. And, and we were we struggled trying to get pregnant with Ari at first too. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. four year four plus years. Yeah, I did IUI wow. and all that. Yeah, but yeah. then the second pregnancy we had was natural. It was like yeah. okay, this is a God thing. Yeah, like we're ready for this. And, and the baby passed on the day his mom passed. 
Yeah. Oh my wow. god. Yeah. Ooh, I got chills. I know. Ooh. I always feel like um all of the dates have I don't know numerology, but I feel like there's some it's sort all of connected it's all connected. We mm-hmm. trace the time. Yeah, it was I I never go to my aunt's house really. Um because the last time I was there, my mom passed. Mm. And that Not was last like, time, but one, one night. Yeah. 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 But the exact same night that our baby passed was the it was starting well, the process thanks i can't get it out yeah um but yeah i was at my aunt's house and wow and, and like, around the same time home. wow yeah. so yeah you need to come home oh my word See, it, but that full circle i mean it's it a messed weird, me up yeah i'm sure and that's something you know when you think about like miscarriages and stuff when i went through it a few times i never sat down to grieve or my life went back to normal and you had no choice no choice yeah. and so now that i'm doing this podcast or just I, I was at a a dance um showcase the other day and i'm just recording this song you know because i was at because they won um an award at mm-hmm. nationals and so then i was recording and then all of a sudden i was like crying my eyes out it was adele um what was it called someone like love, you no love um i can't love you in the dark Love in the dark, mm. and it made me. And it was it was the same day as the day that I lost my daughter Penelope, mm. and when I was and you know at the time I remember Sully and I was going we were just going through a lot of issues, um, financially, emotionally, all these things, and so yeah, I we've only been married for what. Uh, two years, two years well, one yeah. and a half, because we yeah. got married in two thousand six. This was this happened in February two thousand eight. Yeah, so this that. is the recession time. Yeah. Mm. And um, I said, and it was the craziest thing because I said to Soli, I uh, no, Soli said to me because you know I've never been one to express my feelings or like be open just because like my parents didn't let me right. Mm-hmm. So Soli goes looking like there was a few more times that we've had issues in our marriage, and he's like, I feel like you want to leave me, but like you just can't because of the person that you are. And mm-hmm. I was like, No, there's no, I never wanted to leave you. And I listened to that song and the lyrics and watched those girls dance. I started crying my eyes out. And then Valentina, my daughter, sitting right next to me. And she goes, Mom, are you okay? You know, and of course, like, that's not the first time I've cried at watching people dance. So it's so it's kind of normal, you know. But and then the mom next to me asked me, too, if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, this song is just so beautiful. I'm just, I, I, I get, right. yeah, so I get so emotional when I watch dances. I watch performances. I do cry normally. You have a connection. I do have a connection with a lot of music and a lot of, like, just art in general. I have a huge connection with it. Yeah, so does Tony. Do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, see? Yeah. So, it's, so it was so, and everyone knew that about me. So, like, it wasn't that normal. But then I got home and I was like, Sully, listen to this. And I haven't watched the video. Video because I wanted him to also hear Valentina say, Mom, are you okay? But oh, wow. it really brought, and I told Soli, I go, you were right. Like, that is how I felt. I wanted you to leave. I, I didn't want you to watch me leave. So I needed you to go mm-hmm. away. And if you listen to those words, yep. that was how, and instead what I did was, remember we didn't, we couldn't afford to go on our honeymoon in 2006. And yeah. so I said to him, I was like, and I didn't realize what I was going through, but I was going through like basically depression you know and i was like i'm going to mexico and he's like for what and i was like we never went on our honeymoon this is this is why i feel this way you know and like we just lost our daughter and so Mm. i thought going away would be the answer and he's like well we don't even have money i was like we have a credit card (laughs) so we word we we booked it and we went and i was in you know the room a lot by myself and he was in the pool getting drunk with random strangers intuitive like i knew i you know at that time i just There's all those times that I know I'm, I, I just feel like I have really good intuition with people in general. Mm-hmm. I can read a room pretty Same. well. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, if I meet it's somebody, life. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I really know if I want to be friends with somebody, mm-hmm. or if I want to even talk to somebody Yeah, and I can really read energy and with her, I've been with her long enough. I know her like yeah. the back of my hand. Easy. Like, she's easy to read. Intentions are pure. And yes. Yeah, exactly. and, and that's the yeah. thing. It's I can I can read that and I can understand that. So it's easy for me to say that to her mm-hmm. and be honest. And with be like, honest. Hey, yeah. I, I know I, you're I not that. strong enough to do that, but I am. I was willing to literally. Same. You feed off each other. Yeah. yeah. I told and her, like, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I will because 
I understand that you need that space or sure. you need mm-hmm. that uh, capability yeah. to find yourself. So important. Yeah. yeah. And but you know what's so crazy? And then for me, like in my family, I've seen lots of marriages where you'd think that they would leave each other, but they still stick around. My mom and dad's another one, you know, for instance. Same. Um, yeah. And so I just, in my world, it's like you stay no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to work it out. My mom always says, that even till this day, she'll say that she'll never regret any moments with my dad, you know, even if it was bad times, you know? Mm -hmm. So in my head, that's how I viewed marriage. And for him to tell me how to feel, how I'm feeling was like, you're freaking crazy, you know? But then when I heard those lyrics, I was like, oh my gosh, that just hit me to the core. It's so similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like look at the sign of, um, we're, we're not like into signs, but like if they're presented to us, we're like, okay, yeah. just walking into your home. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, we literally have the same mulch. Same gate. Yeah. Same mulch, gate. Same trees. Same trees. Same bench. So there's a lot, there's a lot of similarities. Sounds like same, same personalities too. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. why. That's hilarious. See? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I'm love with y'all. Easy. So we get each other on many levels, you yeah. know, yeah. where we don't have to be anyone we're not because we, we can see it right through each other, you know? Yeah. So easy. Yeah, 100%. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, yes. I, hey, Tony, I'm gonna have to take your wife on a date <laughs> because we're so much alike. <laughs> we can, we can, we can, we can. Uh, we're gonna scary. cry listening. To, we're gonna go to a yeah. concert. Hey, all, all we're gonna be doing around sitting around I'll just cussing, be <laughs> smoking, smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Cigarettes. Yeah. No, well, speaking of, the first time we met each other, she had a Newport in her hand. New, Newport 100s. Leave me alone. Uh, that's what's, a gangster. What's, what's, She's a gangster. A new, what's a Newport 100? Oh, girl. Was that Barack Obama's choice of a cigarette? Yeah, probably. Okay. Because um, they're so menthol. good. It's menthol. They're so what, good. They hurt a, so good. What's a menthol? I, mean, oh I guess, do they oh, girl. Girl. <laughs> Well, you guys, I don't. Cigarette 101. You guys. My guy. Yeah, so I, like, Okay, so my niece is one year younger than me. So uh-huh. when I was 18, she had me go buy cigarettes. Uh-huh. I had to practice it. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I'd be so nervous, she, you know? I'm like, yeah. And then, red yeah, and then they're like crush. hard or soft. That's my and sister, I, I had to coach her on what to say to buy me cigarettes. Yeah, I've like, yeah, been no buying cigarettes since I was a kid. My dad would literally, he'd send us yeah. up to the corner store. Remember that? Because you would just it? steal it. You wouldn't buy it, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were we just talking about that? Oh gosh. Yes, remember. uh, Well, because Alvina told us to. Oh, shit, that's right. Alvina's your cousin, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Fucking love yeah, her. That's right. Love that's that right. bitch. Oh, yeah, she's, um, she's our kitchen lead. She's, so, she's the best. She's, she's awesome. awesome. Oh, God, I love her. Speaking of cigarettes, uh, oh, God, what's, uh, what's, what? uh, oh, Naki's grandpa, Savak's dad. Uh-huh. Do you remember Savak's dad? The, uh, if I saw his picture okay well he always came over to our house and he had he always smoked camel cigarettes mm-hmm. and when he'd leave his pack of cigarettes would be left there the empty one it would have gold in there yeah. so we take it and <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> but you leave the, the cigarettes. Yeah, you just so, take the foil. No, like, so, smells. Yeah, so, so I don't have any like experience with cigarettes, but I, when I think of cigarettes, we I can think change of the that. Yeah. No, Run DMC. Girl, I can't. I, uh, I, oh, I can't. I'm sorry. That's oh so goodness. funny. Yeah, it gives me a headache now, but I haven't touched a cigarette since Atlantic City with when when Bai yeah. was with me. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, okay. when okay. he came to visit me in New York City, and then what I had one out in the city. Oh, shoot. That was because we moved here. 2012. It's probably like 2009. Wow. That's cool, man. Uh, How long have you guys been back to Iowa? 11 years. Oh, my gosh. It seems like five years, but But it's been longer. So when did you guys start uh, the business? The first business. I guess we should start. Oh, shit. Yeah, bagels. (laughs) Fiber bagels. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, God. 2014, when when we lived in our townhouse... But then we started playing around with the idea with 2015. Well, one rainy night. It was either Tuesday or Thursday because I remember it started with a T and I don't remember which day. (laughs) But we went to Target and we got the ingredients. And I'm like, we need to make New York style bagels because I was just craving them so bad. Mm. And so had no idea what we were doing. Just bought all the stuff, made it. They -hmm. were so humongous. (laughs) I have pictures of them. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, we just whipped together random cream cheeses. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we put like sriracha in one and then like, bacon. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, sriracha bacon. That's how I was born. And, um, oh, dope. we took one bite. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, Tony, we They're need to good. open a shop. I fucking love and that. And he was like, man. okay. And then I was like, 
Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> we wanted to eventually work for ourselves. And yeah. at that time, I was working. I wasn't even, I wasn't scared. I wasn't joking. Yeah, what were you guys like, doing at the time when you guys I was were... a supervisor at the restaurant bar at Marriott. Okay. okay. I was an art director for a magazine company. So we put my hospitality um, yeah. um, and experience and then her marketing, marketing yeah. I love put it, it together. I, I called mean, my dad the next morning, um, you know, because we're like BFF. And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> we're opening, we're opening a, a bagel shop. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Just, just go with it, okay? So just, just chill." Oh, but he's oh. been with us since the long run. He's our biggest now. cheerleader. Oh That's my gosh, so cool, man. So when you, okay, did you guys know business before that? No. no. Well, yes. Okay. Because I, I grew up in my dad's shop. Okay, oh, what's yeah. your dad? What's he your, was a jeweler for thirty years in New York. Oh, really? I, I I have a jewelry sin. I used to be a jeweler. Yeah, that's how I. That's how, how I long did check I think out. I, I think I worked <laughs> in yeah, yeah, yellow gold. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my bus would drop me off there every day, and mm. I would take naps in his office. I would help him close. I would vacuum. You know, just yeah, random whatever. So yeah. I, I, it was my normal. Yeah. You know, right. seeing the struggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. What? Yeah. When I struggle now, because we definitely do. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I call him yeah. because he understands. Yeah. So what cool. are some you of have the a biggest mentor? Yeah. Yes. That is, that is really nice. Yeah, that's yes. so nice. But keep in mind his his views. You know, he's Middle Eastern. Okay. He, when he talks, he yells. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, can you just <laughs> chill the fuck out for a sec? Like, just just lower it, lower it a little bit. <laughs> you know, um, uh, so well. Me absolutely. Well. Yeah. And I know that, but yeah. like, if I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please stop yelling. <laughs> just comfort me. No, but yeah, he's he's our biggest cheerleader. That's oh, so I love dope. that. Yeah. What is your biggest struggle with your current business? I know what it is. You want to say it? Um, I would say, I would say, good help. Mm-hmm. There's everyone there that obviously wants to work to get paid for yes. that money. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and mm-hmm. but there's others who are not committed. There, there'll never be anyone committed as absolutely you. as the owners. And yeah. we, Close. it took us years. Like you hear that statement, yeah. yep. and you're like, eh, whatever, shut up. But. It doesn't hit you until it hits you. Oh, I yeah. feel that. And then mm-hmm. you're realizing it's literally just us two. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That is probably one of the hardest things, I think, for any entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. To find, not only to find, you already are finding the passion in yourself, right? right. As you're growing, you're growing your passion it's easy. for this. Yeah. It's easy. But trying to find others to share that passion with. Oh, even a portion of yes, it. Yes, it's very, very I can't difficult. force you to show up. Yes. Yeah. I can make, when you show up, I can make it enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. um, I, I'm the one that's always, you know, crazy and running around screaming, scaring people and <laughs> twerking. I want to go behind the scenes one day. Okay, so I am going to, especially Alvina, because you can scare her so easily. <laughs> I'm going to start um, recording them. Yeah. I have to. It, it's just, it's too good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, going back on that passion part, for example, this podcast thing, this wouldn't happen without Boba, right? She's been, she bought this equipment for this two podcast years two years ago. She's like, hey, you should do a podcast. I, I was like, a, girl, I ain't got, when do I got time to do a podcast? I think he has a wealth of knowledge right? and I wanted him to, to share like, it. Maybe you do this thing. Right? <laughs> you you fucking do it then, right? <laughs> so I turned it back on her and for, took her forever. Finally, this, like us. this past <laughs> Christmas, you know, she's talking to my nephew Richard and you know, they're like, because I, I told her, like, you need to find people who have passion for it, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I can't do the production. I'm not, you're asking the find wrong. Find people who know what they're right. doing. Yes. Right. Stay, stay in yes. your own yes. lane. Yes. Because like, lane. I, the, I knew that I just couldn't do it myself. I didn't even know how to do the editing right. part. So when Richard, you know, he wants to do all that part, but doesn't have the talent, right? So then when we were just talking on Christmas Eve, I was like, it's meant to be because I need someone like you. And then he needs someone like us. And yes. it's just, it, it works great and i love working with Mm -hmm. richard and it's funny because i feel like before we didn't i didn't know richard that well even though he married so the girl that he married she's cambodian as well Uh so she always hung out with all my nieces Mm. so she's the only one that was not my niece growing up then all of a sudden 
I marry Sully, so then Richard becomes my nephew, and then he marries the girl that always hangs out with my niece, so now she's like my niece. So it's kind of cool to be able to be connected and to get to know even Chico like Mm -hmm. deeper, because you know what, when we get on this podcast, sometimes we start talking deep. We're going through, it almost feels like therapy sometimes, therapy we never had with each other. And we get to support each other through it, you know, and we have each other, like, but we don't talk about these things. Mm -hmm. We don't even. I mean, that's the Asian thing. It truly is, like literally, you could be brothers, and right. not talk to each other. My, my like three brothers. Walk into the door True. and not even say hi to each other. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's so freaking weird, and man. And that, after a while, it becomes toxic. Yeah. Because you don't realize, like, you're putting energy into actively avoiding something yeah, or so someone. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. I have like, yes. no idea why it's that built happens. Up. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 that's, Your brothers all talk to you guys. All, yeah, you guys we do, all I mean, fight to talk. I mean, are, it's man. not all toxic. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It, no, I, it I takes agree. effort. It does I take effort. I'm the only yeah. child, so I don't know. Shut yeah. Up. yeah. And, and well, your cousins, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's almost better to have a relationship with your cousins because there's like no judgment, I feel like. Yeah. My sister and I used to pull each other's hair out. I'd beat her ass. <laughs> she older, you said? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. The cops came okay. because you put ketchup on her while she's taking a shower. No, that was a different time. Oh, oh shit. That's yeah. a good story. Yeah. Ketchup in the shower? <laughs> yeah, she's so type A. She's like scary type A. Oh, I love shit. you. I love you. You know, you're going to watch this. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's she's like um, me and my brother-in-law call her R&R rules and regulations <laughs> because, you know. She got them rules and regulations, and I I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I smoked weed in her house. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother-in-law was like, how did you convince her? And I'm like, bruh, I got it. Just watch. Just watch. so funny. Yeah. Oh, shit. She was oh fine. You see Excellent. why I was friends with her sister first. <laughs> yeah, R&R. Completely different. You need that, though. Yeah, you know, people you do. who are... are Type A need a little bit of that, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. take the edge off, yeah. and yeah. vice versa. I can be a little he, crazy though. He puts me in my place. Yeah, you know. I think it's healthy to do that. You have to. You, yeah, yeah, for That's sure. That's what I tell our staff from day one. You know, we're open. Yep. I'm gonna hold you accountable. I love it. I just whatever happens in this here. We're going to just enjoy it together and we go home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It's so easy. It does not have to be, you know, yeah. so much drama. And yeah, yeah. I mean, coming from like a small, running a small business. I mean, at the end of your small business and having a small business with um, trying to, it goes back to where people can count your money or think that you're just super you know rich yeah, people or have no doing, idea yeah no mm-hmm. no one has no like all the mon- amount no. of money you're borrowing against to just even have this business people oh. don't even understand that yeah. Yeah. exactly the capability yeah. of running a business of such especially when it just drum up in your kitchen in your own kitchen yeah. right into this dream now now that you're moving into the second location when do you guys open on the second location on wednesday oh soft opening oh. Wednesday. wednesday yep and then the okay. grand opening is friday. on the 10th friday Exciting. Friday the 10th. So that yeah. means when this airs, that means two oh. days, y'all. Well, it airs on right. Wednesday, so the soft it will air on the oh, soft cool. opening day. Yeah. Cool, that's yeah. a sign. See another sign. See another yeah. sign. Just yeah, that's easy, perfect. flowing, being open. That's so awesome. Yeah. Where's, so where's the second yeah. location located, guys? It's in Urbandale, right across from the Super Target. Okay. Yep. One 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 zero one Plum Drive. Yes. Perfect. And we'll have that information ready for our viewers yeah. as well too. So there's a whole factory in there. I, we went mm-hmm. actually. Yes. We had a meeting there. That's and we, right. Yes. We went in yes, there yes. and yes. I yes. saw a little bit more about yeah. what you guys got going on over there. Yeah. So basically, if you rewind to seven, eight years ago, um, we had nothing to begin with. But mm. if we were really going to pull the trigger and do this, yeah, we had to find authentic dough get sent in because there's no way we could have afforded the equipment or even a portion ridiculous yeah so um we found believe it or not a local bakery in long island that they ship nationwide wow so they ship frozen that's raw they ship par baked i mean everything fully cooked so um we took a gamble and we're still you know to this day you know, we have what, like 15,000 bagels coming tomorrow. Oh, my wow. gosh. So it's a transition that we're now able to take control of. Mm. Cut that out of the equation. Now we're going to make it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. We didn't want to invest 
all of our money we into couldn't. the there was yeah. no bagel way. equipment. We wanted to introduce the Midwest to New York style bagels. Yeah. Real bagels. Ours our one of our goals though was, you know, like you're just saying, introduce what we loved and we ate every day on the way, you know, mm-hmm. on the yeah. subway, bacon, egg and cheese, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah once we had a following. Easy. Mm-hmm. Once we had a falling, it was it was awesome, and especially during COVID, when that hit, it mm-hmm. was just like another thing. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what do we do We're now? Like, yeah. are we closed? Do we? What do we do? We saved up a nice chunk, and we're gonna invest it into Urbandale. Yeah. Um, that deal originally f- kind of fell through, yeah. so we put it all towards renovating the new place <laughs> nice. in the middle of the miscarriage and everything. Oh and then we get a call, hey, Urbandale is, uh, Open let's do again this. with new owners. I'm like, yep. bruh, <laughs> oh my gosh. I got nothing left. So yeah, now so, we have. Yeah, yeah so how do you guys take care of yourself and each other during all of this craziness? We get a hotel every other weekend at the Sereti <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> And is that, have is that uh, true? some time. Is, it? is that true? Is that a true story? It's true. Oh, <laughs> okay. I love that good shit. I like that. Ah, Did, uh, okay. Are you subscribed to Bluetooth by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I lost track of. I lost. My oh, right. you got that bothered, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back some memories it's there. Been, it's been a couple weeks, so oh, you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, I have my routine. Tony makes fun of me every night, and I don't care because it's I. Cute. I have to make the bed before I get in it. I am the most messiest person. But make the bed before she gets in it. That's oh, that's me. you. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will throw my. You know, that's just who I am. Whatever. Yeah. But I cannot get into a messy bed. So my that's daughter. That's why I make it in the in the morning. That's right. Why I just See, told her to do it. Start doing yeah. it last night. But I get. I was like know, that enjoyment. as a little kid. Like I would mm-hmm. make the bed before I went to bed, and then yes. my niece was like, "Why did you do that?" I was like, "Yeah." Because I'm too lazy to do it in the morning, and I right. can't get in there. I can sleep it's on like, anything. Yeah. I'll sleep on the ground. <laughs> That's my mom. Same. Yeah. No, no. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I could fall asleep, like you know, just sitting up. Yeah. But you know, um, with my daughter and him in the bed, I will take all the blankets off, and they're just like, <laughs> and I'm like, I need, I can't, I need it. And to we have got um, three cats and two dogs. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. And they and are they're all in the in bed, mm-hmm. and oh, I can't. I don't like to move my pets when they're sleeping. Oh, yeah. So if I'm one of those people where yeah. I'll leave so they can sleep in my spot. Uh-huh. Oh, my go God. Doing, I go to yeah, the see, room. Uh-uh. I'll, I'll roll over. I'm like, where is Tony? And there's like two dogs right there. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Tony. Got it. Yeah. Oh, I, I get it. it. So yeah. now, now I understand the hotel thing. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I've got to run away. <laughs> yeah. So who watches your daughter? Um, She's yeah. in the car. <laughs> <laughs> We got some sitters. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you guys get ba- get babysitters. A very and trusted few, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we have roommates too. Yeah, oh, nice. Shout them out, you know. Slash cousins. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So our, our house is very loud and eclectic. Yeah. So when but I need to get away, I get away. And that's yeah. how we grew up. We grew up right. in a house full of people. I grew up complete opposite. Oh really? Oh, really? Like, no one you... came into my home. Oh, like. Literally. I, like Literally. our house, like we could be recording my whole family be walking yeah, in. Like, our house is just it like happens a, all the time quite yeah. often. Yeah. We, yeah, it's an open door policy at our place and we're always That took together. time to get used to. Well, that family. means open door for the family, all right? Y'all so don't you be know, showing up at my house. You know just trying no. to walk in, you know eat my food and drinking my <laughs> you know. You know what's so funny. So my sister, she's in her sixties, I believe. She was and her daughters are all dating now. She goes, Oh gosh, she goes, She date uh they're dating like Americans. She's like, Are they gonna are they gonna let me go? over their house anytime <laughs> yeah she's like that's she goes asians at least they like know they understand that yeah. that we can't just go in the house you know because yeah. my sister she's heavily involved in her daughters you know mm-hmm. it's, yeah and, like take yeah. your shoes off yeah <laughs> oh yeah that's a whole different story yeah. right yeah oh my gosh yeah come to my house with your shoes so i'm glad to hear that you have some sort of getaway for you for yourself i mean it only happened twice in five years, okay. Oh, okay. So it's new. It okay. just started. Okay. We'll keep it happening. I, I so, think that's well, really cool. So what's your I, I, day we've like actually heard then? that. What's yeah. your day like? Like My, our day. Yeah, from when you guys open the night. The before we um, go to bed, we plan out the next day on like who's doing what. I have this meeting. You have this meeting. It literally changes every day. It's okay, just by the hour. Especially, okay. with I mean, this our, new place our refrigerator can break. In 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. Right. But we don't know. That's our goal, though, is just to have that stability. Because yeah. right. right now, everything's all up in the air. We're and used it can to be things. a little chaotic. 
Is there anybody else that helps you guys run your business, or is yes. it just? Oh yeah, okay. my my yeah. cousin. Oh okay. Pin, he's our supervisor. Oh, nice. He helps out a lot, yes. and he just moved back from California. And without him right now, I mean, Oof. we'd just be kind of lost. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I just yeah. met Pin yeah. a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. He's the one that hustled me. Remember? Oh yeah, you did say yeah, that. Yeah, he hustled me. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he, knows man, he how. really did. I, I I went to go buy a. We were at the Bacon Fest. Serenade. Yeah, I, was like, I was like, hey. Um, you, contest, got, right? you get change for this uh for this because it's like two for no yeah two for 20 but i just wanted one <laughs> yeah. and he was like i was like, you got change for 20 he's like why don't you just buy two of them and i was like what <laughs> you're you're right you're right <laughs> you're yeah. right damn it let's just go ahead and buy two of them so when pin walked into our meeting that we had so i was like hey that's the guy that hustled me <laughs> <laughs> Now, anybody yeah. who can get you to buy something more than what you wanted to buy, mm-hmm. that's a hustle, man. I got hustle. Yeah, yeah. you need but him on your He's team. working at the borough. He, he's rubbing off. Yeah, that's what's up, dude. That's I so cool. I love it. I love that. Well, that's good. I appreciate you guys coming and no, chatting. This is a blast. Thank you for yeah. having so us. Fun. Yeah, I once again, it. when's the grand opening? Friday. March, Friday, March 10. Yes. And in Urbandale, one 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 zero one Plum Drive. Okay. That's what's up. And then soft openings on when is that open to the public? First it's invite only. Invite oh, only. oh, oh, no, oh no, so I like. when if we you didn't get an invite, in. don't even try to show Sorry, up on Wednesday. I, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Just don't judge. <laughs> it's gonna remember be... we're teaching people not to judge. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So no judgment. All right, yeah. Hot mess. Yeah, and soft openings should be for the people that has been there for you guys right. and supporting you and yeah. all that right. good stuff. So that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much. And I can't wait to have you guys back. I want to hear the post opening. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. be a fun podcast. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be really, yeah. really fun too. Mm-hmm. Well, Definitely have to link up again. Yeah. Well, yes. thank you guys. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I want to thank Sarah and Tony for coming in today to talk to us. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week. Yes. Peace. Bye. Yay. Oh. Oh.